This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, you're listening to Pressing Matters, the show where we go beyond the headlines and explore issues driving the press. I'm Philip C. Today's show, I speak to Nazri Noran, Chief Executive Officer of Media Prima Audio, to get a peek of Media Prima's strategy on its radio business. You know, good morning, Nazri. Um, thank you for joining us. And I, I have to say, Media Prima has a very eclectic mix of radio channels. I mean, you've got local, regional focus, and also age-specific focus channels. Give us a reason to how, you know, the group has constructed the portfolio of radio channels that Media Prima has now. Thank you, Philip. So um, we've carefully crafted a wide-ranging mix of radio channels, making sure that we've got a little something for everyone. So, and everywhere, and of course, our top goal is to pump up content that clicks with all kinds of folks, ensuring uh, our waves reach uh, far and wide. It's crucial for us to uh, really get uh, to gel with local communities and reflecting the culture and interest uh, in a way that speaks to all ages um, and tastes. We're also on the hunt to fill those radio gaps. So especially keen on supporting the underserved and rising uh, sectors, staying nimble, and also to tune in to ever-changing uh, media scene. Yeah, so absolutely, we're always looking for opportunities. Will there be a change? It all depends on how uh, basically the media changes. Mm. Where do you think are the white spaces then? Where do you think are the opportunities you think that radio still has an opportunity to reach out to? There's many. And the great thing about Malaysia is that because we are multiracial, and uh, we speak uh, different lingos, different languages, different backgrounds, different cultures. The the most untapped market to me is also um, East Malaysia, mm. right? Um, it's growing and the economy will boom in the next couple of years. And we know that because of the Pan Borneo Highway and how radio works is because it taps into that market. We serve the mostly the driving um, audiences, more jams, better for us. Uh, so as much as people complain, but it's good business for us. So that's the opportunity. But um, in terms of the mass Malay-speaking language, there's still more opportunities to get mm. in there. Mm. That's Be- because you're not homogenous, right? There are so many ways of how you slice and dice a segment. Sure, for, for sure, for sure. It's not just the top of the mind, you say, Bahasa Malaysia, but there's so much of Bahasa, there's so much of lingos, there's so, so much of nuances, there's so much of yeah. communities and cultures that you have to really deep dive into it. And the delivery of radio for sure has evolved. I mean, you are a 20-year veteran. We, of course, think of radio as this archaic metal box where, you know, you pump out tunes, but that's very different from where it is today, isn't it? I mean, the past 20 years for radio has evolved remarkably. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, the top of mind, uh, I started my radio career in 2001. Mm. So, um, of course, we have gone digital. We moved away past just FM. Uh, you stream and you get to see us on website, catch us on FB, YouTube. Um, you can take us on the mobile apps. You know, the tech upgrades, we've lived uh, from RCS DOS uh, to RCS Windows, uh, RCS that's uh, uh, ensuring everything runs super smooth. Um, and also the music, uh, gone are the days where that tapes. Back in the day, I used that tapes to actually dump in promos, songs and all that. Now we download and rip songs straight to the system. So from minutes to mere seconds now, content that clicks aiming to cater to everyone, spicing up things that are really generous uh, languages um, and also stuff that resonates with all age groups. Uh, the chit chat time, I'm sure you are all aware about the social media and how it does for you and very direct to the audience. Um, so you can do uh, real-time banter, live chats, you know, yeah. the comments, the polls um, with all the audiences. 
the hyper local, like I said before, right? This is very important because we focus on serving up news entertainment that is tailored just for your area, right? This is where it's challenging, isn't it? Because with time, the demand for dynamic content becomes incredibly critical. You don't have time to basically curate it to a to that certain level of quality, isn't it? You're yeah, de- yeah. you're demanding the audience to interact live on an issue that's ongoing at the moment. That's I think where it's become increasingly challenging, yeah. but also a great opportunity because radio has had the technology technological advancements to enable you to deliver that. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, that's very true. Um, I guess for us, we are trained, uh, for me also, I, I've been trained to be always on the know. This business, you can't snooze. Mm. <laughs> you got to be uh, awake at, at all times and be aware. So when that happens, what do you do? You have to react and you have to adapt to it. And that's the great thing about it. Mm. But the core business model of radio is still advertising. It's really yes. sponsorship still. I, I think the biggest challenge is how do you talk to clients about why it's still important to position radio, to sell on radio. In, in the advent that everybody has gone digital, everybody thinks that you should just buy Google's SEM, search engine marketing, buy Facebook ads, and that's Bob's your uncle, you're done, right? How do you position, you know, all the different channels of media premium audio and say, look, these are really important channels for you to elevate your brand and your business and your product propositions then? Yeah, so um, digital marketing is very important, of course. Yeah, for our advertiser friends, uh, we make digital marketing solutions in our radio station to help you hit the target audiences. So uh, that's very important. With technologies now, the tech advancements is sharper and measurement tools are game changers. And those mm-hmm. are the ones that have changed the game since the pandemic. And we know that. So literally, um, you know, the digital space was booming and influencers were growing like mushrooms. Uh, but... Letting the advertisers make smart data-driven spending decisions was uh, there because of the digital platforms. But make no mistakes, uh, for us, it is important for for radio to give advertisers solid data is crucial. So everything that we do is data-driven as well. So we have to be in power in creating creativity and storytelling because the repetition is important. For us, it's repetition. Yeah, so repetition, basically going depth into the to your client base, and be, I think it's core. I, I just want to deep dive on this point. You talk about data. When you ask your clients, right, what data is important to them yeah. to say, look, I want to convert this pitch into a sales for radio. What insights do you generate for for the client so that they know, okay, it's worthwhile investing or buying ad space in radio. Yeah, good thing that we have is because um, we are multi-platform. Uh, mm. So we have our um, sales arm, uh, Omnia. So Omnia, what it does is uh, they get all this data from clients or the requests from clients. And we have a solution-based uh, department to look into all this data that they required. So they put the data based on digital platforms, you know, whether through uh, our ref media uh, and all our stats that we have and put together what we have in terms of data of our traditional medium. Uh, and then we put them together and average it out so it's specific to the audience that they require from different uh, audiences age groups uh, backgrounds and all that so um, we do have that and because we're not specifically just um, using our own data but it's good to inform them that we are using third-party data as well so that is as legit as it can get mm. right so it's not a shocks and data lah, you know <laughs> deep diving on this whole point about shocks and data I guess the core is feedback data and I presume Omnia will tell you hey this is not working out this programming structure is 
isn't selling or it's not actually monetizing well enough. How do you find that balance between saying, okay, certain parts are creative in nature that you don't expect really advertising space, but certain parts you really do want to see, you know, an opportunity to monetize it to the maximum, right? How do you find that balance between commercial and creative then? Well, yeah. So, um, and because we're audio and we'll focus on, on, on radio specific, right? And that's our main business. Obviously, the challenge is that they think everything that is uh, with digital because there's visual. So for us, it's about getting that brand presence and awareness out to the public. Yeah, ROI is important to them and all that. But at the end of the day, it's those are short term, probably the short term pool that you want to get the results. But in the long term, you want to be sustainable you want to be top of mind, branding mm. strong enough to the mind of the audience, you got to have that frequency and that's more important because once you shut down, then immediately people forget about your brand because there's so many things that's going around on different platforms and all that and suddenly you, people forget you. So it is important for us to keep um, educating them that frequency and every mention matters uh, on radio because every time we mention that, it just nails it into your head and remember every time I want to go out and eat something I remember that's the brand that I want to go for right so it's very hard when you try to put a, a creative pull uh, into something that is like more data driven uh, but in terms of when we execute this we have case studies to show them that how this has worked for them and then we we show them the data from the client's point of view how it has improved the business because yeah as much as we try to do this differently every time because there'll be new ways of doing things mm. and we always try to in reinvent ourselves try to adapt to new situations but at the end of the day we always take the risk but it's always a calculative risk as well so we try to minimize the error but if you like it you continue on to do long term mm. for us it's a long term game yeah I think with with the benefits of being part of the bigger conglomerate here with Omnia and Media Prima as a group you are able to cross sell and I think the plus side with that is that you're in the consumer's mindset after they exit the car, after they turn off the channel yep. for radio and there are the media channels that they're still serving the content across the board, right? How much of the re revenue or sales is solely, is solely, you know, radio-centric and how much of it is actually cross-sold with other media platforms? Uh, good question. What we always uh, push through and we encourage is bundling because that's the opportunity, that's the leverage that we get because of our, our multi-platform under Media Prima. Uh, but at the end of the day, there will be those uh, smaller uh, budgeted uh, clients that will want to advertise, oh, this is how much of budget I want, but I want a long-term type of thing. So in terms of the rate, in terms of the values, we are different from each other in terms of the platforms. And then it's what they target. Is it ROI based? Is it mm. uh, visually targeted or what is it that you want? So we always brainstorm the best way to come up with it. So obviously at first they may think, oh, maybe radio just work. But what Omnia does is it gives you a bigger solution. Possibly yeah, you do this, but then you get this on digital platform, but yet you can do it with our uh, print media or news coverage or even uh, TV programs like the dramas and all that. So it's it's varieties and also billboard with Big Tree. So opportunities are there. It's just up to um, how we can come up with the best solution for them. But in terms of revenue-wise, we collectively just calculated towards the end of the year what is our target. Mm. So based on that, we try to achieve our individual targets as platforms. We are heading into some messages and we come back, we continue our discussions with Nasri Noran, Chief Executive Officer of Media Prima Audio. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Thanks for staying tuned to Pressing Matters on the Morning Run. 
Today on the show is Nasri Noran, Chief Executive Officer of Media Prima Audio. Now, Nasri, let's shift the conversation from the boring business of radio to the creative aspects, the content generation. And of course, the question in my mind is how important are personalities in driving the business of radio? I mean, the major personality, of course, in mind is former Minister Kari Jamaluddin, who is a guest DJ on your platform, Hot FM. I'm sure there's a certain appeal, right, to his presence on the show, but give us a sense of how inducting someone like Kyrie helps really elevate the brand. I talk about this a lot, uh, just because, you know, it caught the attention of the nation about this move. So radio personalities like KG on Hot FM is pivotal, but it's keeping the appeal by crafting unique and connective listening experience. And we all know he's built different. He has that charisma. Uh, big names like KJ is not just voice bump, but they're expanded in influence. Uh, he has his own podcast, of, of, obviously. And new wave of talents for us come in different fields now. It's obviously politician, it's AI, athletes, teachers, influencers. It sets a different tone. It's not your typical back in the day, like comedians, singers, you know, the TV hosts, actors. Yeah. yeah. But it's changing and people want to hear new perspective. And for us to jump on that and create that different point of view suddenly now becomes like oh okay now this guy has a different point of view that I would like to hear and that has worked for us really well then there'll be situations where tiny hiccups when massively popular personalities might hold us some uh, substantial sway uh, because of the listener pool but I guess where it's at and where we are handling talents is always tough I mean handling people in general lah right? Yeah, it's a, it's a guiding <laughs> it's principle a, in life and whole. Correct. Managing people is not easy. Yeah. yeah. But where it comes with technologies and all that, we know that you press a button, it will just be on or off. You kind of make the call on that, right? And I think this is the sweet spot or the challenge that has that happens, right? Many of these personalities, of course, build their personas through these platforms. You elevate the brand and then they decide, okay, I'm big enough to go on my own. They leave and they try and create their own brand and product, their own platform platforms, right? A classic, for sure, for sure. A classic example being Oprah Winfrey. But there are many examples across the board. And and with Kyrie particularly, he's got parallel efforts, right? He's got your gig in Hot FM. He's also got his own podcast at Kulas Kajab. Yeah. So I guess it's mutually beneficial, right? He feeds off your audience. You also feed off his audience. Yeah. It's branding. It's like, uh, like you say about a product advertising on us. Mm. You have to be memorable. You have to be uh, relevant. So just like KJ, he's doing the same thing. He's trying to stay relevant. Same thing like artists. Suddenly when they don't have a job or they're not popular anymore, people don't talk about them. They have to find a way to keep them consistent, to keep them top of mind. So what it does is now every time that every time we mention KJ, 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 people will not forget that name. Yeah. It's a brand already. He's keeping himself relevant and in the minds of people throughout this political wilderness, let's per se call it that. For sure, yeah. So you see people like Joe Rogan as well. He's a businessman, right? Mm. So he comes from that arena, but he does his podcast for what reason? Because he wants to put that Joe Rogan to be relevant and, and he connects with that audience as well. So that plays a big part because that's what audio does. Radio, podcast, that audio business is very important because as much as it is uh, in, in the world, of binge watching you have binge listening as well uh, you can just create whatever that you want to create your curated your list curator. of podcasting yeah mm. so content creators if you look back in the years before all the TikToks and the social medias and all that it was literally from the radio business the audio business those were the real creators back in the day mm. right but it's just through the form of audio now that you see the more visual now suddenly you see 
content creators, the influencers, uh, the social media, the YouTubers, now they're creating their own podcasts as well. Suddenly it's like uh, there's some connection with radio talents as well because that's what it is. They know that they have to be on top of mind. That's, that's the importance of branding because as much as it is for talent, it is uh, really important for branding as well, for products. This is very interesting segue because I was going to reference this famous very song, right? Video killed the radio star. And that clearly hasn't <laughs> taken place. You know, as you said, right, actually video has complemented <clears throat> and also created radio stars in the process. Mm. But what in your view could kill that radio star? What keeps you awake at night in terms of the existential crisis of radio then? Maybe AI will kill the radio star. Okay. <laughs> and have you seen, I mean, have you seen I any see. sense of that, that it could? What are the things in AI development that you feel really you should keep a watch out for? Honestly, AI can only get better. It is that it's worse at this moment, right? <clears throat> and we are, you know, toying with that at the moment. You know, we have Aina Sabrina on yes. Fly FM. So... But in terms of radio in general, I don't think so because radio seems to find a way to adapt in, in, in different climates, different changing landscape. You know, they've been gone through worst years. But embracing AI is something that we always try to experiment and see what how far we can go with this. And to say that it is changing jobs, we see it as it's boosting jobs. An opportunity for us to rescale ourselves and, and find that opportunity, that space. And of course, to minimize errors because it's crazy how AI can do so many things now, right? And we can even clone talents. Hmm. Uh, I tried that with myself because I did a presentation for um, ABU Radio Sonic uh, a couple of months back and I, I kind of toyed with that uh, area of trying to clone ourselves and actually did it. So I wasn't there. I did an intro myself using my AI and everybody thought, okay, this guy's not going to be here, but I was there. Hmm. So it was like, and I saw, I looked at it, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is weird. This is scary, but then it's so exciting. Mixed reaction, but the opportunities are endless. There's so many things that can be done. I'm thinking about, wow, could this be the opportunity to minimize errors, but also minimize cost? There is a possibility. But yeah. then it's also about upscaling ourselves, even myself, and not just the people who are working in uh, admins or the creative, the producers and all that, but everyone. You were mentioning just now with Aina Sabrina, your first AI radio DJ in Malaysia. Mm -hmm. I wonder how your fellow DJs responded to her, you know, joining the post. Like, did they say, oh, this is just a very interesting gimmick or did they actually feel, oh, this is actually quite serious? We already thought that the reaction is going to be crazy. Yeah, but it was a wild mix. Okay, so folks were a tad spooked when we launched. The socials blew up like crazy mm -hmm. uh, with varied responses. Uh, even our on-air team got a mild scare for their job security, like you said. But silver lining, I mean, they stepped up to the game, definitely, big time. How did they step up to the game? I mean, suddenly when you do things at the level where it was 50% before, and suddenly now it goes up to 90%, 100%, mm. and even more, which, oh, okay, that's great. I guess if that's done on a daily basis, uh, even before we had this, then we should uh, be coming up with new things. I guess just moving the furniture inside of your house a little bit kind of give you a bit of that sense. like Different vantage, different, different view advantage, of different things. Different view of things. Mm. And suddenly I feel so glad that I'm home. It's not boring anymore. Mm. You know. So I guess that's what we kind of did. But it's also for us to be on our toes because if we don't do this, somebody else will. And we could probably be out of business. 
So somehow we have to adapt to this. We cannot run away from it. Technologies are coming. We know this. Even when the RCS days before, we were just playing CDs on radio and suddenly there's new tech. You don't need people to actually dump CDs into the system and suddenly I can do it myself by just ripping it in a few seconds. That already cuts the agents or the people in between to do that job for me. So now you have this. This is just the evolution. So you kind of have to think about, okay, now it's going to get higher and higher and higher and technology is going to be way beyond that what we thought before. And this is where I think it's the biggest central challenge. If we talk about it, the central cause, you know, the central reason why radio exists is distribution. There is that reliance that you have this tool available when you're caught in the traffic jam, yeah. when you still can connect. But as we start moving to autonomous vehicles, when we have Wi-Fi proliferating everywhere, do we really need need uh, uh, you know radio that's anchored on radio frequency moving forward since everything can be podcastable right and as a result of that don't you just remove barriers to entry then everybody can enter the market then it's just going to be a, a race to the bottom right in terms of multiple stations multiple products being launched everywhere that's true i mean but then um, you know we have to uh, leave it to the authorities to make some sort of uh, law to balance it right at, at this point uh, digital is literally everyone can do anything at any point of time there needs to be a law to just control this at some point but in terms of autonomous vehicles we are always aware we have to be prepared of what's coming so for us we are always to you know looking out to build our or buddying up with car manufacturers and even tech manufacturers to stay ahead of the curves you know being involved with uh, collaboration in cars uh, like android automotive uh, we're already working with them it's directly to in-vehicle hardware. Uh, it's already up there. So if you have your latest car technology, you can immediately put us in our radio stations. We are on my TV box. Uh, we are back on my TV box and also my TV uh, Mana Mana app. They're also improving their services. We are echoing through smart speakers on Alexa. So if you have Alexa, it's like those Android. Uh, yeah. You know? So just call in Alexa, tune into Hot FM Malaysia. You get us right there. You know, so these are the things that we always look into. Smart TVs as well, looking into it. We are updating our Audio Plus app every now and then to just be up to date, to be everywhere. So like I said, again, it's not a radio box anymore. So I guess that's the mindset that we need to set in. Radio is not coming up from a radio box. I don't think you have a radio box in your home <laughs> anymore, right? So it's just Although my mom wants me to get her one. <laughs> so it's just those Bluetooth speakers and yes, stuff like that. Yes. So we have to adapt to that. Those are technology. You don't know what's going to come next, right? So, But then the audio, where are you going to get that? So that's where we have to still keep on uh, curating great content, but at the same time, focus on how to develop the technology to be where it is. What's your prognosis for next year, 2024? I mean, let's just reflect, right? <clears throat> Pandemic was a pretty challenging year for radio since yeah. nobody was moving around. Then, of course, you saw this surge of travel and I think radio did see some pickup, perhaps very different from where it was pre-pandemic. You know, what's your view about 2024? Are we going to see that continued elevation or do you think it still will be a challenging environment for radio? Well, we thought that we could uh, recover this year, but then, you know, things happened. Uh, it did not uh, go that way. It was slower than expected. But I guess it was because many things that happened in our country with um, the political standpoint, election and whatnot, and then the economy, uh, understandable. And if we see this uh, last quarter of the year slowly moving away from that, hopefully it does, then we can see 
possibly a better, a better year, trajectory for yeah, next year then. Budget, better trajectory. But for me, in terms of the technological standpoint, in terms of content standpoint, AI is going to be a big thing. It's mm. going to be a big thing, not just for radio, but a lot of other businesses. So that's that's something that we all have to be prepared. <laughs> that was Nazri Noran, CEO of Media Prima Audio. This has been Pressing Matters on the Morning Run. Coming up next is the 10 a.m. News Bulletin, followed by Enterprise, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.